Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Fertello Talks. I'm your host Nacho. This week I'm joined by my colleagues Thomas and Morgan. And this week we've put together a little bit of a draft of some affordable watches that punch above their weight. We're starting at the sub 500 euro price point. So we've each picked one watch and we're going to go through them. Um, but before we do that, of course, let's see what's on the wrist this week. Morgan, let's start with you. I have my Tudor FXD, the Blue Marine National one today. It's a different blue diver. Uh, yeah, it's been it an is. Omega lately. Uh, yeah, 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 but it's uh, it's uh, on for a service uh, because I wanted to right. check the um, the water resistance. You on listened it. to our episode last week. Yeah, and yeah. And you listen. thought I'd better service yeah. this. Exactly, watch. exactly. So okay. yeah, Tudor FX okay. on the wrist. Very nice, and that's a, a, a Marine National strap. You said yeah, it's a, yeah, it's or Erica's um, right. Erica's original uh, strap. Cool. Yeah, it's like an elastic strap that I really like in very gray. Nice. Very very nice. nice. Cool, looks good. And Thomas, what's on your wrist? I am wearing my uh, Rolex Explorer 2 reference 16570 black dial, mm -hmm. which I think uh, might be familiar. I've written a lot about it. And, For sure. Uh, it's yeah. been all over Fratello. So. Cool. Yeah. How long have you had that one? Mm, well, when did the market crash? I bought it uh, just before. A month before. Just before so. <laughs> so 2021 at some point? Maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that? Yeah, okay. something like that. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. Um, Lost a bit of money on it, but that's actually helped the relation with it because I was like, "Well, I don't want to sell selling it. it." Is off the yeah, off the the the, the, the what do you call it? Yeah, it's, it's no longer an option. Yeah. So out yeah. of the equation, yeah. yeah. So uh, might as well wear it. And uh, then I fell in love with it because yeah. at first it was a little bit of uh, took some getting used to. wasn't really sort of didn't really click with it. Yeah. And uh, now we have. So uh, I think it's. Uh, here to stay. Very that's, nice. That, that's kind of funny because usually you get the watch, you love it a lot, and then you fell out of love with it. And yeah. for you, it was the opposite. Yeah. That's nice. I was sort of crushing hard on, on Instagram and what have you. Then I bought it and I was like, I don't know. Mm. And then I've uh, had that as well a couple of times. I have to admit that the sort of the, the slow burn, uh, you think it's great and then you sort of yeah. ease into it. Um, but yeah, so one more question before we move on to my watch and before we move on to the main topic. Why the black dial over the white dial? I have a strong preference for the white, as yeah, you know. Yeah, I know, but, I know, I know. Yeah, I um, I mean, many people prefer the white. It's a bit of the the one to get because it's more sort of quirky and uh, sure. and stuff. But I had them side by side, and I don't know, the the black just it felt a bit richer to me or something. The okay. white okay. is is a bit flat in a sense, which yeah. is its charm. Yeah. But this somehow felt a bit yeah, I don't know. It spoke to me more. It was just cool. a matter of cool. I had them both. I could have picked either one. They were okay. priced. Okay. Very similarly, and uh, but I picked black. So interesting, yeah. cool, very cool. No regrets yeah. there. Uh, on my wrist is the Citizen uh, Promaster Aqualand JP two thousand dash zero eight E. I believe. Um, wow. I hope I got that right. <laughs> but it's uh, but it's uh, it's uh, a watch I've also written uh, quite a bit about on 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 Fratello, uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's a classic. It's based on the nineteen eighty five uh, original. Um, it's and, a dress uh, watch, right? It's it's yeah, it's not not exactly a dress watch. So it's a it's a dive watch. It was the first uh, watch that kind of incorporated some of the uh, dive computer uh, features, and um, yeah, it's become a bit of a cult classic. And it was reissued by Citizen, uh, I believe, in. 2022 and uh yeah that's when it came out is when i i picked this one up um perfect so let's move on to the uh the topic uh might be a bit of a spoiler for for what's to come at least from from my end of things but uh but let's move on to the topic and we can maybe start with uh, you thomas what's your pick for an affordable watch that punches above its weight under 500 euros i would go for for the laurier mm -hmm. neptune which is um 
microbrand dive watch from the US. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a couple uh, who developed this watch together mm-hmm. or developed the brand together. And what I really like about it is their very honest approach. So they are very affordable. I mean, honestly, to the point where I look at it and like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 499 USD for a 200 meter dive watch mm-hmm. with a completely um, proprietary design. So it's no generic stuff uh, as far as I can tell, except for maybe the bracelet, but not sure there could right. be. Right. Yeah. Don't want to burn my hands on that. But um, yeah, the thing is, they um, they very openly take inspiration from vintage watches, mm-hmm. and their approach is like, look, we all love these grail references, but if you just want something for every day, and maybe it's financially out of reach, mm-hmm. we want to create like the perfect everyday alternative. And what they sure. do is they take three sort of iconic references and they put them in a blender, and then a Laurier comes out. And interestingly, they do that with uh, because that sounds like a bit of a potential design disaster. Sure. But they do it with such sort of a, a proper feel for the yeah. originals yeah. as well as for their own thing that the resulting watches always come out working somehow. Yeah. And they shouldn't, but they do. And there's some, um, they are very, very clearly linking to those originals, mm-hmm. but they're also not straight homage watches because that's something that, I mean, it's an entirely different yeah, so discussion, yeah, but a, I don't yeah. tend to, Tend to like homage watches very sure. much. Fair enough. Yeah. With Laurier, they're homaging certain elements, yeah. but they're bringing them together into something new. And it's and their then, own design. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then they do some fun stuff like uh, Hesselite crystals, um, Hesselite bezel insert, even mm-hmm. loomed Hesselite bezel insert. Yeah. So it's a fun sort of uh, throwback vibe they take there as well. And I've had um, the luck to, to review a couple of them and they, they really do feel like vintage watches. I mean, for sure. You may know I've been a vintage dealer for a bunch of years, so I know how a vintage watch feels. Mm. They feel like that. It's really yeah. interesting. It's yeah. not like a modern watch that looks vintage. No, it actually feels like a vintage watch. Okay. And that's kind okay. of fun, I think. And um, it's it's pretty unique. And yeah. the feature set you get for the money is uh, it's really good as well. So that would be my pick. Have you, have you had a chance to check out some of the Laurier watches? Um, uh, we had some last last time at the office. Uh, it was a black uh, PVD coated yeah, one, the, I think, the, diver the Hydra also. that we had the the GMTs, which yeah. are re- really really impressive. Yeah, it's nice. To say. It's I was nice. a big fan yeah. of those. And again, also for the for the price, I think those creep up just over five hundred. But uh, but uh, but really nice. I, I had a chance to to shoot those. That's why I was asking if, if you had a look since I since yeah I, yeah I I I, them, I, but, uh, I I saw them and I think yeah regarding like looking at the watches like that. It feels like way more than six hundred bucks or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, very, very cool. The Flyer GMT, and I remember we had the diver, and I remember when when you reviewed it, and and it it was that. It's the the feeling where, of course, if you're if you're expecting what the the sort of the sturdiness and 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 solidity of a of a modern watch, that's not what you're going to get. Yeah. But it does have that sort of vintage um, appeal, that sort of slight rattliness, but but not. Not feeling uh, like it's like it's due to low quality, but just because of, of, of you know it is what it is, and it's yeah. it it sort of um, along with the with the aesthetical inspiration, it really sort of strikes a, a like a like a overall a really nice note. Yeah. I would say, yeah. And I think it, what it, what really helps is there, um, there what feels like a very honest approach. Like if you go to the product page, you'll literally see three images yeah. of watches by other brands that they used yeah. as inspiration. Okay. And I think 
that's just so great. Don't pretend like, oh, but yeah, we've done something really original, inspired by yeah. him. No, yeah. this is what we did. And here you can see okay, it. So they, uh, and that's okay. cool. That's uh, hard not to trying to not that. trying to fool your audience. You're no, just exactly. you're just being completely honest, saying these are three great things. Everybody likes them, or at least we like them, and then we take them together. Yeah. And then that's the thing: having the the taste to be able to put something together that comes out as a as as standing on its own, but also clearly reflecting the inspiration of these of these uh, you know uh, watches from other brands from the past. It's yeah. uh, no very cool, very very cool. Yeah, I think Laurie is uh, it's a, it's a fan favorite. It's uh, uh, amongst the. Um, the uh, our readers and and also the the, the wider watch uh, enthusiast public. I think that it's they've they've really sort of been quite successful and uh, and hey, it's always exciting to see what uh, what new stuff they have uh, coming out. So yeah. we'll look forward to some some new Laurier's nice. later this year. Yeah, that's nice. That's really nice. Very very. I cool. never went to their website. I'm going to check. Yeah, have a look. It's yeah. uh, it's yeah. fun. Very nice. So Morgan, let's move on to you. Um, what has been your pick? I know that uh, we can talk about you having a little bit of trouble because we discussed it a little earlier today. And, yeah. And for you, sub five hundred is a, a little bit of a is a is a little bit of a blind spot. Yeah. Not a blind spot, but but. I think it also depends on the budget you have and the watches you have in your collection. Doesn't mean that I don't like watches under five hundred bucks. No, sure. That's not uh, not the case at all. But this is these are not the watches I have in mind. Right. The, um, right. Like when you when you talk about the the subject, I was like, yeah, what am what am I going to pick? And actually, I re, I just I remember that I was a couple of years back uh, wearing like maybe ten years back now. Mm -hmm. Wow, it's been a mm -hmm. while. <laughs> uh, I was wearing uh, G-Shocks. Okay, a lot okay. when I was in the military. I think uh, the yeah, Casio G-Shocks in the military are like uh, the watches. That you see yep. the most, I think it's the go-to. Yeah, right? uh, everybody's wearing a G-Shock. It could be a Square, it could be a Mudmaster, it could be a pretty much whatever Rangeman or whatever. But yeah, people are wearing G-Shocks a lot, and this is not for nothing. Mm. So my pick of the day is um, G-Shock. I have the reference, so it's a square one. <laughs> yeah, it's a solar. Uh, it's a solar one, so it's mean that it, ha it has a battery, but it's um, solar powered. Right. Like ten years of battery life, something like that, and multiband, right? So it, yeah, it has yeah. the, the it synchronizes with satellite uh, every evening with uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. always have the right time at the second, and it's okay. really I feel like it's really cool. Yeah. So it's the G-Shock GWM fifty six ten U one ER. Okay. So this is a square one with the red. Uh, I mean, this is probably the most uh, recognizable of them yeah, all. I yeah. would say. And you have 200 of water, 200 meters water resistant. You have, as you said, like the the time that is uh, controlled by satellites. Yeah. You have a um, timer. You have chrono function, alarm. Yeah. You have uh, another time zone, I think, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the date, of course. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, you can do pretty much whatever you want with it. Mm. And this is the watch I wore when I was in the military pretty much every day. And how's it holding up? Yeah, yeah, actually, I had well, smashing I had, people. Yeah, smashing people with the watch. Yeah. Story goes. So yeah, exactly. Know. And some people were smashing people using the watch as a hammer, but I, I was not doing that. But that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I had a couple of them. I scratched one crystal on uh, on one, a crystal okay. on one, uh, doing probably uh, I don't know what I was doing, like. Uh, we have an idea. Crawling, the, crawling yeah, through the yeah, exactly. Wow. <laughs> crawling through the mud and the <clears throat> under under barbed wire. Yeah, at least exactly. that's what you see in uh, in Captain America too. Uh, yeah, I was the, doing exactly the, the same. Like that's fighting my point of bad guys right? and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's what I was about. Yeah, that's what I was doing back then. Okay. 
And uh, so, yeah, I had it with me every day. I wore it every day. It was light. It was mm -hmm. reliable. I could use it for everything. Yeah. And the only time where I would put off that watch was when I was wearing the, the official uniform for a ceremony right. because right. some people do it. But I think like a G-Shock with a kind of a suit or a more... Or oh, with your formal, like... Yeah, the, the formal yeah, with the, the medals yeah. and everything. It was like, eh, it doesn't look that good. So when it was that... Um, when when I was wearing these yeah. uh, these outfits... You put on your Patek Philippe Calatrava. Exactly. Right. No, no, I was I was actually wearing another uh, affordable watch that could have its place in this podcast. It was okay. the SKX007. Oh, very on a nice. jubilee bracelet back a then. Very dressy watch. Yeah, it's not dressy, <laughs> but when you compare it to the to the G Shock, yeah, well, yeah. it's better compared to a resin resin strap resin case of of, of a G Shock. Uh, yeah. yeah, the the SKX it has that uh, that sort of jubilee. Uh, yeah, certainly far from a, from from a dressy watch. But if yeah. you're if you're wearing it on the metal bracelet, it's yeah. a little bit better. I, see, I mean, I, see, I don't I see have where a, you're coming from. I yeah. don't have a VPC to put on. But uh, yeah, no if I had back then, not well, yet. it would have been great. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I do love how you sort of name dropped medals, plural in that story. Oh, oh nice did one. You? Okay, you I wore uh, you, you had medals. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't on purpose. Okay. So one thing, one thing to go back to, and and I'm I'm not throwing you under the bus here, but it's that that it's not. I don't think it's satellite controlled. I believe that it's it's like radio frequencies, the multi band yeah, six. Maybe. It's 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 a it's it synchronizes to a, a frequency where it gives you the it's it's run by a, i believe an atomic clock oh, we yeah, should have hair yeah, on the, on the podcast might be, again to, the thing to is for me the thing important thing was every day it would yeah. connect to that radio yeah. or whatever thing and you knew you that you could and it was it. like yeah really like yeah. on 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 spot yeah it was really nice yeah very cool i think yeah. that the g-shocks certainly have a place in 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 everybody's collection and i think especially when you're really out there Doing things yeah, that, yeah. that that can can take their toll on uh, on your watch. It's uh, and, it's an excellent choice. And, and with the two hundred meters water resistance, I also brought that watch spearfishing. Oh, really? Okay. And because the because the strap there's um, holes like up all the to way the, to the yeah, end. all yeah. the way to the end. Yeah. You could just uh, close it, it over. over your wetsuit. Okay. And it would okay. it would uh, it would be okay. So you could cool. just or just also dive with it. Oh, for sure, for sure, for yeah, sure. Nice. Speaking of wetsuits. Not sure. What's yeah, I think uh, yeah. I think we can talk about my pick. So I've I've obviously <laughs> gone for the watch that's uh, that's on on my wrist today. So the the Citizen Aqualand uh, JP two thousand. Um, I believe that the current retail price, from what I've seen today, is around three hundred and fifty euros. Um, could be a little more, could be a little less, uh, depending if you catch a good uh, good sale on it. And yeah, the uh, price on mine, by the way, just well. Oh yeah, it's for sure. nine, ninety euros. Ninety yeah, one there. It's, uh, yeah, it's ninety euros. Yeah, you definitely it's a value prop coming under budget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so whether I can go under five hundred, but when I do, I go way down. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. And, and what, did <laughs> you did you name the price of the? Of I did. The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't go cheap. How low when can I go, go? cheap? <laughs> go really, yeah, yeah. I really cheap out. No, mine was uh, four hundred ninety nine USD, but okay. I think we mentioned okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's you. Yeah, you you really cut it uh, cut it close. Well, US yeah. dollar, I guess, a little bit under. Uh, terms of euros but uh, but nice yeah so going back to mine it's the yeah citizen so dive watch like i already spoke about it a little bit in the in the uh, in the wrist check but it also comes in a little bit under the the 500 euro price point 350 and yeah it's it's 200 meter uh, dive watch it is uh, like your pick it's also quartz um yeah. and it has this uh, this sort of very distinctive analog digital uh, layout uh, it's also fairly multifunctional 
It's yeah. not uh, it's not radio controlled or, or anything like that. It's not solar powered um, like some uh, Seikos are, but uh, but it's uh, still as reliable as you would expect from a, from a quartz movement. And it has some pretty cool features, uh, namely the um, uh, depth gauge. So yeah, it, nice. it it has uh, this this rather bulky. Uh, um, tab that sticks out from the case at uh, at nine o'clock and that's uh, actually a, uh, a measurement tool that indicates uh, depth so when you're diving with this watch uh, as I did last year in uh, in the summer um, um, I was able to to you know track in the little digital display the the depth in meters uh, to which to which I I had uh, I had uh, reached um, also works if you're snorkeling or, or skin diving or this kind of stuff and and so ultimately it's um, it's a fairly useful tool obviously you always use it as a bit of a as a bit of a, a backup to a, an actual dive computer but uh, but it's it's nice to have that feature and it's a cool callback to to the original um, and there's also a dive log uh, I'm not sure exactly how many dives it uh, it uh, records but it uh, it does have a the function of uh, going to the you can also go back to the dive log and, and see your last uh, your last few dives um, I believe it gives you the date the time um, the depth and duration of, of, of the dive. So yeah, it's, it's, it's quirky. It's, it's, you either love it or you hate it, right? Yeah. It's a bit, uh, it's a bit the marmite of, uh, of, uh, of, um, of watches in some way, but, uh, yeah. Um, I really like it. And I think for, in terms of value under 500 bucks, this is, um, yeah, it's a killer watch. But, but there's, uh, things that I like about this watch mm -hmm. and things that I don't like. I like the fact because it's a quartz and I ha I, I like the fact it's analog. Right. And right. also um, digital. Digital, yeah. yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that you have a little screen in it. I yeah. like the depth uh, cage also, mm -hmm. but I feel like the um, the lux spacing. It, yeah. It's twenty four, and I think yeah. it's a little bit <laughs> odd. I would love to have like twenty two yeah. yeah. or twenty because it's a small watch. I mean, yeah. if you remove the depth ca the depth cage, I don't think it's a huge huge watch. Around the so the bezel, right? Yeah. Uh, from side to side of the bezel is thirty eight millimeters. Yeah, the, yeah. So it's a small watch, but yeah. then it takes twenty four millimeters straps. And I don't think the lug to lug is no, extremely no, no, it's, long. It's not that bad. It's yeah. really not. I do like the look on this, uh, yeah. this rubber strap. It's a lot, right? It's it's like with the vented rubber strap, it's quite a quite a thing. I mean, you, you can measure the lug to lug, but really it's it's almost the, the bulk of it uh, yeah. the, that, that you see, but it's... Yeah, but at least it's honest about what it is. It's yeah. like, this is a dive tool. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah. it's it's, it's no, uh, for the price, I have to say, uh, I could get one. I saw that there was yeah. one uh, with the loom dial, and I yeah, kind of like, like one. this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super nice. Yeah, I think that's that's a cool one. I, I didn't love the gunmetal case. I, yeah. I, I kind of, I just decided to go for the original. Yeah. Because it also felt, uh, it also felt like, well, kind of the, the, the go with the classic, right? And then, and then maybe in the future. Uh, if I ever can justify having a second one, then maybe go for the loom dial version. Yeah, I like the, the loom dial. Is the loom dial sub five hundred as well? I believe I so. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it it comes in right under right under five hundred. So it's nice. uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's uh, I really like it. I really enjoy it. And uh, you know, it's these are just three watches under five hundred, but uh, we can see that there's a, a ton of value there. And um, I think that this will be a, a, a series that we keep uh, coming back to with different uh, different mm -hmm. options that we can uh, we can discuss, and perhaps also doing it under under other other price points, but. Uh, but yeah, for now, uh, for now, I think that that's uh, that's it. We'll keep it short and sweet today. Yeah. But before we wrap things up, let me give you guys the comment of the week from last oh, week. So we it. had um, um, a commenter called Scene Objects who commented, 
Honesty to me makes a watch brand great. A brand with an original design language, transparency about their movements, and fair pricing. Nomos sums this up nicely. So I think that that's that's yeah. Uh, yeah. hard to argue with. Hard to yeah, argue yeah, with, and I think uh, I think we all agree that Nomos is a is a yeah it's a it's a brand that uh, that you wouldn't say isn't great. It's a it's a fantastic brand. They're it's doing super nice stuff, and um, yeah, we also have to acknowledge uh, all the comments that uh, that we're happy to see Murphy on the on the podcast. He's not <laughs> joining us today, but uh, hey, who knows? Maybe for for some future episodes. Definitely, right. yeah. Perfect. Well, Perfect. thanks a right. lot for uh, for joining the discussion, guys, and for bringing uh, bringing your picks. And uh, yeah. As always, make sure to like, subscribe, and tune in next week for another episode of Fratello Talks. See you then.